When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We call our Tuesday edition a game plan and a tough one tonight for the Oklahoma Sooners as they fall to Iowa State by a final score of 75-74. to Big night for Christian Doolittle, who bounced back in a big way with 19 points. Double-figure scoring night for Brady Manick as well, too. He had 16, 10 from Christian James, but... It wasn't enough as Iowa State picks up the win. The Sooners fall to 3-7 and seven in conference play. And before we hear from JT Gasso, Patty Gasso, Sid Romero, Kaylee Clifton, and talk a lot of softball, let's recap this heartbreaker in the Lloyd Noble Center and hear from Lon Kruger during his post-game press conference. Yeah, tough. Tough one to not, not quite, quite get. I thought you guys opened up with great energy. Uh, Iowa State's terrific. Uh, love what... Uh, Steve has done with their club. They've got so many guys playing at a high level with a great deal of confidence. Uh, thought we got off to a good start. Uh, you know, uh, uh, early early in the second half, had a tough two-minute stretch there that kind of gave them that six-point margin that uh, kind of battling from, you know, from behind on that the rest of the night. But they kept battling. You know, uh, you know again, disappointing, very disappointing to, to not win it. But uh, I think uh, took some steps in understanding that, you know, number one, we got to get better. But number two, uh, we can. And, and that's the thing that uh, – you know, individually, I think, uh, you know, dude's, dude's doing an unbelievable job. Brady's shooting the ball well. Get Christian, he's going to, you know, gonna, you know, he keeps working at it, so he's going get to it, get it going again. So we've got uh, a lot of good things happening. we just got to keep working at it. On that last three, you're 
really can't have much better defense on Shyock, can you? I mean, no, we'll take that any time. You know, he's a, he's a good player, but uh, even that one's a, a tough shot, of course. But, you know, that happens when you got things going like, like they do. So, uh, uh, but yeah, you know, I thought, uh, you know, we had some good defensive possessions there and a couple late, you know, last second threes that he hit. But, uh, I, you know, again, our guys responded pretty well at the other end. Lon, you might have just answered it. I just walked in, but um, you know it's a tight game throughout. It's a good team. Um, did you get the energy you wanted, start to finish, from your team? I thought the energy was good. Uh, you know, we, we still, you know, talk about possessions that we kind of give away and don't quite, you know, finish opportunities. Uh, again, seven turnovers. We'll take that, you know, any time. But I thought some shots that we didn't quite finish. Uh, you know, pump faking. You know, uh, whatever we need to do to get a result. But still, yeah, energy was good. Uh, it's been a good practice group all year, so I know they're going to keep working at it. Uh, again, I think, I think as disappointed as they were, I think they, you know, had a feeling of, you know, can't wait to get back out there and, and get back after it. For either of the players, kind of along those same lines, as far as energy, did this feel more like what you came to expect kind of earlier in the season, especially coming off those? You noted that the energy kind of wasn't up to what you're used to. Um, yeah, I think we came out um, with great energy. You know, um, uh, at the beginning of the second half, they kind of went on a run and kind of gave them a little boost of confidence. But I think we responded well, and uh, we kept fighting. You know, um, shoot, we we kept fighting to the end. That's all you can ask every night. Just give it all. Don, were you pleased? Kind of switching up minor tweaks with the starting lineup and having Jamal and Aaron in there at the same time to start. Yeah, just uh, you know, Aaron didn't didn't make shots tonight, but he's been doing that you know as well as anyone for us. Uh, again, a lot of different guys played a lot of minutes, so uh, yeah, we'll get you know keep keep searching a little bit with that. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's about you know competing hard every night, competing you know hard every possession, and I think we're you know, getting getting better at that. Christian Doolittle, this just Coach Kruger mentioned a little bit that last second three, but their last three baskets were all against the shot clock buzzer. Yeah. Just made all three. How tough is that when you play 34 seconds of good defense and then have to put a basket in? Um, it's tough, but um, there's a bright side of that. They had to do it three times in a row. Um, they weren't able to get a good look or an easy look um, for multiple possessions in a row, uh, something that we were lacking on um, in previous games. Um, we were able to we were able to uh, make them make them take tough shots, but um, they were able to hit them. So it goes both ways. Um, there's, there'll be another time where they won't make that won't make that same shot. So we just got to keep our head up and uh, get ready for the next one. Brady made an off balance three with I think three thirty left or something along those lines, and then Christian tied it with that layup. I mean, were you sort of encouraged with kind of the back and forth nature of that and the clutch shooting on your part? Sure. I mean, you, you get back even, and uh, then it's a, you know, it's a, you know, few possession uh, ball game. But uh, yeah, I mean, guys, uh, you know, made made big shots when we needed them. You know, kept fighting to get back, you know, get back even anyhow, and and uh, absolutely, you know, felt felt good about what they did during that time. Christian James, is it tougher to bounce back after a game like this where you put forth the effort compared to maybe last week where you didn't feel like the effort was there? Uh no, I feel like um this game will uh, give us confidence boost. You know that's a, that's a great team, one of the top teams in the league. We just gotta come out and do the same thing we did tonight. You know we got another home game uh, Saturday, against another great team. We got opportunity to step up, 
and I'll play, and, and that's what we're going to do. You know, um, the next next couple games, it's all out. We have to give it all, you know, and I feel like this team's going to do that. Matt Freeman made a couple early threes. He got a little more, you know, playing time today, especially in the first half. Is that something you just kind of game by game basis to see if he's kind of got a shot going? And yeah, it's great to see Matt. Uh, you know, obviously he hadn't made shots in Big 12 play, but but he can, and uh, you know, he's been shooting it. Uh, you know, shot it well yesterday in practice. Uh, uh, again, it's just a matter of confidence, I think, more than anything else. Uh, great to see him get down, get down a couple of shots. He works hard every day. Uh, Christian over here. <laughs> um, can you? I, I just wonder what it felt like out on the court in that second half because it seemed like you know any eight-two run could have been the difference. Something, and and you guys probably would have a couple of those in, in any half, but it just seemed so hard out there. And I don't know what did it feel like out on the court. Um, you told the eight-two run that they went on. No, no, just no. I'm saying you couldn't seem to get on an eight-two run. Just anything like that. Nothing came easy. Oh. It seemed like you were just down a bucket, you know, forever. Um, that's a great team, and um, and we kept we kept plugging at it. But um, as players, that's, we gotta do a better job of just executing the offense. That's 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 on us. Um, but um, yeah, we fought hard, man, to the end. And um, we got we got buckets when it when it counted. You know, just a couple plays here, a couple plays there. We didn't get our hands on the ball, loose balls or whatever. But um, yeah, we we fought hard to the end. Coach, is there anything you can take away from these last two games, knowing that your guys have fought all the way to the end? You always, you always, you know, you expect that. So I guess that's not like, you know, something that's unusual. I mean, Big 12 basketball, you expect to fight all the way to the end. I thought we got, you know, bumped around a little bit in the Baylor game and the Kansas State game. Otherwise, these guys have fought. Um, certainly got beat badly on the boards at, at West Virginia. But this is a group that, you know, works hard. They practice hard. Good bunch of guys. Uh, you know, we got to help them. We got to help them get better results and and uh, starting to get a little bit more aggressiveness out of, you know, do and, and uh, you know Brady and Christian and, and and the guys are starting to take a little bit more ownership, and we got to do that. We got to do that, and and uh, keep promoting that. Well, Brady uh, shot well tonight, um, but played just 25 minutes, and, and Matt came in the first half and played quite a few minutes. I'm just wondering, was was he struggling on the defensive end? Did that keep him off the floor a little bit? Yeah, a couple lapses there. You know, we got you know Jacobson got it back, and. You know, and uh, transition D, but uh, the combination of you know Brady and Matt, uh, you know, made uh, what bunch of bunch of threes. So we'll take that. We'll take that combination anytime. And again, I think and again, I think if we give you know keep Brady a little bit fresher, I think that helps him at the end of ball games too. Sooners will have to bounce back this weekend. They square off against Texas Tech this Saturday at three o'clock inside the LNC. All right, let's shift our focus to softball. It is game week. And coming up in just a bit, you'll hear from Patty Gasso. Now, the Sooner softball team held a preseason presser on Saturday before the OU Texas women's basketball game. You'll hear that in its entirety at the end of the podcast. But I had a chance to catch up with, can I say it, JT? My good friend, JT Gasso, to talk a little bit about the upcoming season for the Oklahoma Sooners, which starts this Friday against Syracuse. Isn't it crazy how quickly time flies? I was thinking about it, you know, being on that bus in Las Vegas with freshman Sid Romero and Fale of you and at that point second baseman Shea Knighton and to kind of see the way that this class has grown and what they've accomplished. I mean, it's kind of crazy not only to think they're seniors, but JT, 
to see what they have ahead of them, but already what's behind them. I mean, three straight trips to the College World Series is not easy. Yeah, um, it, it's not. Uh, and I know just one thing about this team is where we can't really look in the past. I, I know we're we're really focused on um, this year and, and the things that we want to accomplish. We had a little sour taste in our mouth there at the end. So um, I know we have our, our goals that we want to accomplish, and then um, it's just one of those things where at the end of the season you can kind of stop and, and look back and really cherish those moments that you had um, the four years that, uh, that went by. Does it seem like you have an off season anymore? I mean, I was, I was thinking about it. We got done in June, but then you hit the road recruiting, you're evaluating, you get some time in the fall. JT, there's, there's, we joke about this in just about every sport now in the college ranks. There's no off season anymore. Is there? Uh, it, I mean, it, you, you are busy, uh, during every season. Um, I, I did have a little downtime there in December come dead week finals time. Um, you get to, we got to spend a lot of time with our family and, and go to some cool places. But, um, besides that, I mean, Jan- you think January through, uh, June is where you're going to be in your season. And then you recruit in the summer, and then the season starts back up in the fall. So you really only have, for, I mean, I know for us, about one month where it just really slows slows down a lot. What has been uh, – I want to get to some of your players here in just a bit, but I'll be curious. I had Coach on, I guess now it's a couple of months ago. But you deal with the hitters. You deal with the outfielders. How much changes for you with the new voice for the pitchers? Has it adjusted anything with having Jen Rocha on staff for you at all, JT? Yeah, um, I mean, at the end of the day, the the pitchers are the the pitchers. You know, they're they're going to always come out and compete. But um, I, we see a lot of uh, a lot of confidence in, in what they're doing. Not like they did it before, but you just have people who just are stepping in. And Coach Roach has done a really a really good job of uh, of getting the young ones and and the the newer players with uh, G and whatnot acclimated to. The environment, and I, while she's doing that, she's getting acclimated herself. She's getting them ready to pitch, and um, I know we have some some big battles uh, hitters pitchers uh, these past couple weeks, and um, I know we're ready to compete against someone who's not who doesn't have the the Sooner logo on their shirt. So we're uh, we're we're definitely excited for that first game, and I know um, Coach Roach has had those pitchers ready for a while now, so it'll be it'll be exciting. I don't. I mean, I don't know if this is giving away secrets. I don't think it is. But you guys do a lot of good on good. You do a lot of uh, live bats. I know some places they'll be they'll use pitch, and we use pitch machines and, and tees. But JT, you like your hitters to see a lot of live pitching. So do, uh, coach does as well too, don't you? Well, yeah, and it's kind of why on our staff we have Kalani Ricketts and Lenny Gorley. They're you know two of the best pitchers in the world. So. Um, you know, if you can see, nothing will ever replicate seeing a live arm. And uh, we, we, you're right, we do a lot of one-on-one or 1v1 where you have your best against our best. And that's the only way, to me, I think that you can truly get better. I don't think anything can replace that. I want to talk about some newcomers, but let's, uh, let's just get one of those blanket, almost toss-up questions that I'm sure you'll swat away. But who's caught your eye as someone that's really improved themselves from 18 to 19? Who's someone that you've seen has really taken that next step during the offseason? Okay, so (laughs) 
a blanket statement. I think everyone, everyone, everyone's done a really good job of developing and really taking their craft seriously. I'm not saying they didn't before, but I've seen it just go to a, a new level from their weight training, their, their practice time on their own, uh, their their nutrition, like literally every everyone has done a really good job of um, of getting better, and that's kind of uh, what what I talked about before is that that sour taste in your mouth is just from last year is is really kind of fueled us uh, moving forward. Now, uh, there's not a lot of what you could necessarily say are true open positions because there's so much talent that's returning, but. You look out at center field, Nicole Pinley was pretty special. I think that in a lot of ways, JT, she might be one of the more underappreciated parts, not from the coaching staff, maybe from the fans, over the last four years. Uh, is is this just Nicole Mendez sliding in there, or is this quite a battle right now to see who replaces Nicole Pinley out there? Uh, we got – every day coach, coach goes out and says that, you know, it's a tryout at, these, at, at, at everything. So – um, we have right now Nicole Mendez and Reagan Rogers, uh, and even Aaliyah Flores has, has been working out there as well. So um, seeing those three push each other has been has been fun. I know for my end, just because they're getting better with that uh, by pushing each other. So um, who, whoever it is, I know that that it'll they'll be ready to go. What position isn't Aaliyah playing? My gosh, I saw her on uh, with the catchers. Pitcher. <laughs> she doesn't pitch. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, she she doesn't pitch. I've seen her motion. She, she's good at a lot of things, but um, pitching is not one of them. <laughs> well, with that said, that's got to be something for you. Uh, well, I mean, not like you're ever not fired up, but you see someone that just says, hey, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get on the field. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, she's a fighter, and that's the way she was raised. Um, that's, that's part of her family values and she gets after it every day. She's always wanting to learn. She's always asking questions. She's getting extra reps. She's, she's doing all the, the, the things right. And, uh, I mean, it's, you know, in sports that, that pays off. So, um, it's, she's really taken on that championship mindset ever since she stepped foot, uh, day one last year. Awesome. Some newcomers. Uh, haven't had a chance to get out and watch practice. I like to be surprised whenever I go to the first game. So, JT, what have you seen <laughs> What have you seen from Grace Green or a Grace Lions? And kind of is there any other newcomers that we could see factor into this lineup in 2019? First of all, you're just big league. You're, I don't like to go to the practices. That's that's big league. Whatever. No, no. I'll, let, me, let me be very clear on that. Let me be very clear on that. Uh, and, and because I've had several opportunities. I've started doing this Sirius XM radio show, and every time we plan on going to practice, I get called in to do a show. So that might be a little bit big league. But I also like being excited by what I see. And it's not like I'm yeah. going to – it's not like we only have four or five games, JT. We're going to end up playing like 90 games this year. So if I don't know the team after a first couple of weeks, I'm in big trouble. Yeah. But uh, yeah. anyone really caught your eye? outside i mean i say outside have the graces caught your eye is there another freshman that we could be seeing this year play a lot well the just to kind of go through them grace green is one of the most physically intimidating people you'll you'll see she's long lanky um or not not lanky but she's just has the she's a beast she's and she looks like it she plays like it um and it's she gets after it grace lyons uh she's very athletic as well. 
some of the best hands in the infield I think I've ever seen on a softball field. And that's saying, that's saying a lot. Um, not like I have this like 40, 50 years of seeing people <laughs> on the field, but um, what she does every day is, at practice is impressive. Um, and so going with Audrey Valley, that's one thing that we've kind of talked about is having her. She reminds me a lot of Erin Miller and what she could, she can do. And she's, she plays in, she plays infield. Um, she's moved the outfield. She, she goes between both of them. Um, it's just the, the one thing, the one phrase, I guess you'd say between all the freshmen is just they're athletic or the, uh, Sammy Skelly, big time power hitter, uh, her swing, every time she swings a bat, you just like, whoa, if she just, if she doesn't connect, she just misses and she takes, she doesn't get cheated. Uh, you know, Brooke Vessel's working hard in the pen. Um, her, her pitches are nasty. Uh, Kinsey uh, Coltslow is the stepped in. She graduated early. She stepped in for us uh, at catcher. Um, to help us out at that. We were pretty thin at catcher, but she's done a good job of, uh, of getting ready. And, and, I mean, it's really just learning on the fly for her. She just didn't have a fall with us, but um, she's very athletic as well. So uh, that's, that's the one thing about our freshman class is they're very athletic, very uh, athletic, can do a lot, of, a lot of different things. We get underway a week from today. Day. Well, with the road trip and the Sooners will play next Friday against Syracuse. We'll have the broadcast for you. Uh, Soonersports.com slash radio locally on AM 1560. All right, three non-softball things to get to. I guess one of them kind of is. How's uh, DJ matriculating himself into things? Are you liking working next to your brother? Who There's a slight age difference between you guys. So it's not like you were around whenever he was in high school or anything like that. So how fun has it been to have him around or not at all? It's been not fun at all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's funny. No, it's, no, it's been great. And um, just with anyone in that position as a graduate manager, um, it's just about learning. And you know, we put him to work, and and uh, luckily he did enough of that when when he was in high school and growing up. So he kind of knows what the work ethics like. And and I think the just the big thing for him has been learning the differences between baseball, softball, and uh, and getting him um, ready for that, but but yeah, it's it's been nice to have him. Um, he's been helping me with the hitters. He does some stuff with uh, the infield as well. So um, it's it's been great. What is it? Six years difference between you and DJ? Six and a half. Six and a half for sure. Yep. We'll have complete coverage for you beginning Friday at 3 o'clock as OU takes on Syracuse in Game 1 of the GCU kickoff tournament. We'll be out in Phoenix for the first, what do we got here, first uh, five games of the season. Sooners will play two on Friday against Syracuse and Grand Canyon. And then on Saturday, they'll play two against Charlotte and Syracuse. And then Sunday morning, 10.30 a.m. with the first pitch for Oklahoma and San Diego State. So let's get ready for first pitch. Patty Gasso from her Saturday Sooner Softball Media Day press conference. Excited about this team. We're excited about this season. It looks quite different. The team looks quite different. We lost some very valuable seniors. But we've got some really outstanding freshmen. This year is going to be more of a pitching staff by committee. So we've got 
six options, and they're all good options, but we believe we're going to piece it together this year in that direction. Um, offense is strong. Upperclassmen, great leaders. Defense is going to be strong. We're faster than we've ever been. So I'm really excited. I think this is going to be a team that uh, will make some noise throughout the season. What does G add to your pitching staff? Giselle is uh, a lot like, in a different way, Paige Parker. So she can mix things, move things, keep hitters off balance. She was a first-team All-American last year, so she knows how to compete in one of the toughest conferences out there, which is the Pac-12. So um, she's going to be a nice leader, and she's a phenomenal addition to this group. Patty, what have you learned about integrating uh, transfers into the program? Especially you know, this year, there's two. What have you learned about getting them, you know, the chemistry right and, and just getting them started quickly? You know what's interesting is Giselle joined us in January, and and we're starting our season three weeks later. And um, Shannon Sale, who's another one of our transfer pitchers from Florida International, joined us in August. It's talking to them about our culture and what we're about and who we are and players sharing. I do my background work on them. I find out what it is, why they want to transfer, what they're looking for, um, but it's just filling them with team, team, team. And, and um, I guess I would say they need us more than we need them. So they're usually willing to find out how to get right in the middle of, of our group. You mentioned uh, you want to know why they transferred. What would, have, what would the red flags be for you? Well, probably wouldn't come from the athlete, but talking with their – I talk with their head coaches, and their head coaches, I think as peers, we would tell each other the truth. So it's more of um, – just asking them to please tell me what the truth is, and for the most part, they will. And I haven't really seen – we have been grooving since they arrived, so it's, it's been a good connection. And we're joined by senior All-American infielder Shay Knight and Caleb Clifton and Romero, and the floor is open to questions for Coach Orson. Patty, this is one of the greatest senior classes in softball history. I mean, they've won two national titles. They finished fourth another year. Have you ever, they always seem motivated to me and wanting to play hard and things like that, but do you ever have to prod them, you know, do you ever have to do anything to get them to do what they do? Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. And probably one of the hardest things to watch, but the best things that could have happened is that we did lose. Um, because sometimes when seniors get in their senior year, they're like, okay, this has been fun, but I'm over it, I'm ready to move on find out what the next chapter in my life is, but they, they're not done, and you can feel that. They, they still sting from that. Finishing fourth in the country is not so bad, but for, for a senior class that doesn't even know what that feels like um, until they were juniors, that's a pretty big deal. But it, it, it stung them, and they, I, I can speak for them. I believe that they definitely want that back. Could you talk about how that motivated you, how that motivates you? <laughs> Coach said like, we hadn't felt that, and it, it does sing. It still does sing, but I think it's a learning experience, and we just want to go out there and like just kind of 
allow ourselves to just play free and not f like remember what it felt like, but just kind of go out and feel that we we won't accept that again. Um, it's but it is whatever is in the books for us. So and whatever is laying out on the field for us is what's on the field for us, and we can't change that. So, Does it feel different? Obviously, only, the only thing you guys have ever known is coming into a season being a defending national champion, to kind of have that taste in your mouth, to, to, to want to get back to the to pinnacle and win the championship again. I think it was good for us. Like Shay said, it's a learning experience, and I think everyone's got to feel that one, one time in their lifetime. So. Um, I think it just lights a fire in us, and it wants us to be better. So, like Shay said, a learning experience. I mean, it was hard, but like I feel like everyone goes through it. Except it was weird because we hadn't. But um, yeah, it's just it's just motivation, honestly. Haley, you were named uh, team captain. How does that make you feel? Um, it makes me feel good. Proud that my teammates you know, want me for that role and that they respect me enough for that. So it's a good feeling. Patty, you always had these celebrated recruiting classes. They were one part of it. And it's always fun to talk to you about them. What have you thought about your newbies so far? Wide-eyed. Uh, the game moves real fast for freshmen. But these, these are future coaches here, good teachers, very patient with them, um, and I think they learned that when they were freshmen, they had a senior class that was very patient with them. And when you're patient and you teach, they come on a lot quicker than if you aren't. So um, we, we most likely will have at least two freshmen in the starting lineup who are in pretty pivotal positions, um, but they're good, they're talented. It's a, it's a very talented freshman group. Speaking of teaching, what does it mean to have Kilani Ricketts back as a volunteer assistant with the program? <laughs> as soon as you say her name, I start laughing. Why? I don't know. It's because she, more than anything, she brings joy. I mean, she's just, she can be an intimidating force, um, but the way I know her is she is needed in the locker room or on the field. She has a different style that is not overly stressed ever, but just uh, enjoys being around the game. And I think our players see her from a different side, and it's made them a lot looser as well. Not that they weren't already, but um, working with her at first base as a first base coach, she wants to pitch. She doesn't want to coach first base, but we're working on it to see. Uh, I think it would be a nice look for the Sooners to have Miss Ricketts at first base just for who she is and what she's accomplished, but uh, it's still a work in progress. For the players, kind of that same question, what sort of, Patty mentioned the joy part of Kalani. What have you, is that what you've experienced and what's it been like uh, having her around? <laughs> and, um, I mean, growing up, I watched her play, so, and she always looks so fierce, and like, her, she's totally different from what I used to watch her play, which is crazy, because I thought that she's just a serious, like, very get to the point, and she's very, very goofy, and she keeps things light and fun, and she's been here, she's lived it, so it's cool to, like, hear stories and stuff like that. She keeps it cool with us, so it's fun. Yeah, it makes us better every single day. I mean, we have to face Kalani Ricketts every <laughs> single day, almost, and... 
Um, she just makes us better hitters, and it's pretty cool to think about we're going up against Kalani Ricketts, someone we've watched growing up, like she said, and she's on the USA national team, which is awesome. So it's kind of crazy to think about. I see the ball. <laughs> so, I say, they were facing then, but facing her now, it's like, man. She's helping Giselle quite a bit. So anytime a pitching coach is relevant to righty or lefty, but having a lefty who has been there and done that, working with a future up-and-coming star, has been a big asset to especially Giselle. Looks really fit. It, <coughs> we know what Conrad got down to, and things, uh, you know, and all these girls look like they've had a great off season. Talk about that part of softball that we don't really think about that much, but looks like you girls have trained hard. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting? I don't know if every sport experiences it, but when these when these athletes are young, they play travel ball and they go out. <clears throat> they probably play four games a day. They got to get up early so. Families might run through McDonald's and get something, and then we go and we play our four games, and on the long drive home, we do the same thing. It's just always fast and long days, which doesn't bring a lot of young athletes up eating right. And that is something that they've learned really well. And, and this group up here has done a, a nice job of meal prepping and, and sharing what uh, it's a hard thing to do because you have to spend time doing it. A lot of times they don't have time, but they've learned how to eat better. But um, we have a phenomenal strength coach who's done a great job with these athletes. But I do think, too, the internal fire of where they were last year and how they finished was a motivation to say, I'm going to be faster and stronger and know that I'm putting everything out there so I can be better in the end. You said Kaylee was the best second baseman. You said Romero's the best third baseman. Shea's playing first. Who's playing short? <laughs> no, right now, uh, that's, that's a um, Grace Lyon right now as a freshman is someone that we're anticipating. Um, she's really good. And these guys will tell you uh, when... When they're all working together, she does not look like a freshman. She just falls right in, and um, she's, gonna, she's got a great future ahead of her. About, uh, having Jennifer back, what's kind of the same question as Kalani, but uh, that was obviously a key hire for you. Very comfortable. They're, Coach Lombardi and Coach Rocha are quite different, but... Because I've known Jen Rocha for so long, first and foremost, what I need to know and I need to feel is that I can trust the person that's in our program. That's first and foremost. And I knew that about her without question. So she's got a great resume of having some great wins and national championships, not only as a, a coach, but she was a grad assistant for us in, 20, uh, in 2000. So she's experienced three um, on the winning side. So I wanted someone who knew it from a coaching standpoint how to set up a pitching staff um, to win a national championship. And she's one of the only ones out there. But as soon as I knew this was going to happen, I, I was thinking about it before I even knew it was final, who I needed to go for immediately. So it's been a really nice transition. and. Very comfortable for all of us. 
How are she and uh, Coach Lombardi different? Uh, Jen is very calm, very cool, very, hey, kind of lives in jello, like whatever. It's cool, no problem. It's all – Coach Lombardi is a little more um, tense or, you know, like just kind of like, um and it works for her. That's who she is. With Ferocha, it works for her as well. But, I mean, in that way of game day preparation and so forth, they're, they go in different directions, but they usually end up with about the same outcomes. Shay, I'm always curious. Um, you're one of the greatest clutch hitters they've had around here. And even when you don't come through, nobody's ever mad at you. It's almost like, oh, wow, she for once didn't get the hit because you always do. In those moments, does everything get calmer? Or in those moments, do you get more juiced up and fired up when you get in there? Um, I, don't, I think they're all, all the moments are the same. I just try to stay calm, cool, collected throughout so the entire game. No, they're all, each inning is a new inning, and I got to play each inning like it's an OO ball game um, and that I haven't had a previous at bat. So it's like, I can't go in thinking about my last at bat or the last two at bats. It's that at bat, that moment, and each moment is different, and each moment calls for something different. Um, but I can't think this is a huge moment. This is, I have to score these runners. Like that's not the case. My team and the coaches make it easy for any of us, not just myself, to go up to bat or play defense or whatever our role is, and just do it with ease and not have too much pressure or confusion in our heads. Patty, have you ever told her we need a homer here or anything yeah. like that? Not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, you know what's really cool about these guys is that they, uh, they are so secure with who they are that they don't go in the dugout and start freaking out or get mad at themselves. Maybe an occasion they might, but they learn, they've learned through their career the lesson that that does not help me here. So I'm um, – we, we never – make someone feel the pressure because it certainly wouldn't work out the way we wanted to but th this team is pretty secure in who they are they don't need they, they're not afraid of failure so to speak patty what kind of steps has a uh, partner conrad taken since last year uh big ones i think just with her uh, workout regimen and the amount of weight that she's lost the amount of muscle that she's gained it brings immediate confidence to someone. Um, she wants to be so good so fast that that gets in the way a little bit, but we're trying to keep her healthy. She's had a little bit of wrist issues. We're trying to keep her healthy, um, but she'll definitely be part of um, the staff and helping us get where we want to go. So again, a tough one tonight for the OU men's basketball team. They'll look to bounce back on Saturday. The OU women are on the road this week against Oklahoma State. Hey, coming up on Friday's edition of the Game Plan, we'll hear from not only Coach Gasso, but the new defensive coordinator for the Oklahoma Sooners, Alex Grinch. T-Row is sitting down with Alex Grinch. We'll have that on Friday's edition of the Tailgate. And we'll also have tons of baseball talk as we'll be in game week for OU Baseball. Skip Johnson, year number two, as the Sooners get set to start the season next week. And we'll have you covered on Friday's edition of the Tailgate. Until then, have a great week. 
Enjoy the games. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. 